fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball is brought to you by Built Bar, a great tasting protein bar that will get you the nutrients you need and you won't need to choke it down. Seriously, it's really good and they have a bunch of great flavors. Using promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com will save you $10 off your first box. That's promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com, B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com. Tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Today, we're continuing the countdown. It's team number 25, the Miami Marlins. So far, we've gone from 30 through 26, covering the Detroit Tigers, Seattle Mariners, Baltimore Orioles, Pittsburgh Pirates, and San Francisco Giants. The Marlins haven't had a winning season since 2009 and won just 57 games last season, their fewest since 1998. So putting them at 25 is a bit of a boost, an indication of a little bit of progress. They aren't going to be good. Let's not get it twisted right from the start. But there should be some improvement. Here's a look at the Miami lineup, starting with catcher Jorge Alfaro. He's a free swinger, striking out more than seven times as often as he walks, but he hits the ball hard and plays a lot. He hit 18 home runs in 130 games for the Marlins last season. Alfaro is a capable fantasy backup, but could challenge for a low-end starting role if his power numbers continue to improve. Jesus Aguiar mashed 35 home runs for Milwaukee in 2018, before falling back to hit just 12 for the Brewers and Rays last season. His limited track record makes it impossible to take him as your starter at first base, but as a low-end corner infielder with some upside, if he could get back to that 2018 production... Aguiar is worth considering. 23-year-old Isan Diaz got 201 plate appearances for the Marlins last season, but managed to hit just 173, so it would be easy enough to ignore him. However, he also hit 26 home runs and hit 305 with a 973 OPS at AAA. Sure, those are Pacific Coast League numbers that needs to be taken with a grain of salt, but there's enough in his minor league production to at least consider Diaz as a middle infield option. Maybe it's off the waiver wire because his first crack at Major League Pitching wasn't successful, but at least keep him in mind. Veteran shortstop Miguel Rojas has more than 500 plate appearances in back-to-back seasons and is such a lightweight hitter that he's of little use to fantasy owners. He did hit .284 last season, and a competent batting average can make for a useful fill-in, but without any power or speed to go with a career average of .263, there's not that much to get excited about. Third baseman Brian Anderson also has outfield eligibility, and he hit 20 home runs and had 54 extra base hits in 520 plate appearances last season. By no means is Anderson a star, but he's certainly useful for a corner infield or outfield spot. That's not high praise, but on this team, Anderson's value stands out. Outfielder Corey Dickerson only played half a season in 2019, split between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, but the man can hit. He had a dozen home runs while hitting 304 with a 906 OPS and 279 plate appearances. Dickerson has legit sleeper value if he can play regularly for the Marlins this season. Jonathan Villar has played all over the diamond. Last season in Baltimore, it was at shortstop and second base. This season with the Marlins, he's expected to start in center field. The obvious value for VR comes from stolen bases. He has 160 in the past four seasons, the second most in baseball in that time, behind only Billy Hamilton. However, VR also slugged a career-high 24 home runs last season. So if that power surges for real, even a little bit, then VR can be a fantasy difference maker. Right field looks like it's going to be split between Lewis Brinson and Matt Joyce. 
Brinson has a 183 batting average and 709 career plate appearances, thus ending any conceivable fantasy, fantasy interest. Joyce is a 35-year-old who's mostly a part-time player, but 2017 was the last season in which he had more than 300 plate appearances, and he finished with a career-high 25 home runs and 544 plate appearances. If Joyce gets regular playing time, his power might be worth late-round consideration. Garrett Cooper may be poised to either take some of that playing time in right field or get more at-bats at DH, if the rumors are true that there could be universal DH in 2020. Cooper is a 29-year-old who hit 15 home runs while batting 281 with a 791 OPS and 421 plate appearances in 2019. He's probably worth at least as much as Joyce or Brinson, provided that he has some kind of path to playing time. We will get to the Marlins pitching staff, which does have some decent options, after this. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off on your first order. It's low sugar, low carbs, high protein, and great taste all in one. Seriously, it's really good and they have a bunch of awesome flavors, including chocolate mousse, chocolate peanut butter brownie, and salted caramel chocolate. The flavors really are incredible. Head to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your first order. That's promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com. B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com for the best protein bar on the planet. This podcast is sponsored by the audiobook edition of 24, Life Stories and Lessons from the Say Hey Kid. In this reflective and inspirational memoir, the legendary Willie Mays shares the inspirations and influences responsible for guiding him on and off the field. Widely regarded as the greatest all-around player in baseball history, the beloved Willie Mays offers people of all ages his lifetime of experience meeting challenges with positivity, integrity, and triumph. This special audiobook production includes a foreword read by Bob Costas and a bonus conversation with Willie Mays and his co-author, John Shea. Whether you miss seeing your favorite players on the field this season or are looking for the perfect Father's Day gift, 24 is an inspiring story of one of sports fans' favorite living legends. Buy the audiobook edition of 24 now wherever audiobooks are sold. One reason to be slightly hopeful about the Marlins' chances this season is that they have some promising pitchers on the staff. Caleb Smith still has some kinks to work out as he finished last season with a 4.52 ERA, in part because he allowed a league-leading 33 home runs, but he also had a 1.22 whip, and he has 256 strikeouts and 230 and two-thirds innings uh, in 44 starts over the past two seasons. 28-year-old lefty has some upside if he can just keep the ball in the park. 24-year-old Sandy Alcantara doesn't have a great strikeout rate, but has been effective enough posting a 3.81 ERA and 1.33 whip in 38 starts with the Marlins. He dramatically improved his walk rate last season, and it's still got room to get better from 3.7 walks per nine. So Alcantara probably profiles as a relatively low-end starter. Wins and strikeouts might not come easily, but he should pitch a lot, and his ERA and whip may be respectable enough. Pablo Lopez is a 24-year-old right-hander who had a 5.09 ERA in 21 starts last season, which would be crushing for fantasy owners but he's also still on his career ascent. His fielding independent pitching was 4.28, so he was somewhat unlucky, and his 1.24 whip, that'll play. His walk and strikeout rates both improved from 2018 to 2019 as well, so any pick of Lopez would require some projection. At least the early trend has him going in the right direction. Another 24-year-old, 
Jordan Yamamoto made 15 starts for the Marlins last season, and he had a 4.46 ERA, which isn't great. But he also had a 1.14 whip, which kind of is. He also struck out 82 in 78 and two-thirds innings. From this trio of 24-year-old starting pitchers in the middle of the Marlins rotation, Yamamoto is probably the most appealing because of that strikeout rate. All three come with various risks, but Yamamoto can miss bats, and it helps him to keep his whip low. Jose Urena was a respectable starting pitcher in 2017 and 2018, posting a 3.90 ERA and 1.23 whip over those two seasons, before he struggled last year. He doesn't strike out a bunch, and that can lead to some rough outings. He's probably not worth the risk on draft day, but could be a viable pickup off the waiver wire if he recovers his previous form. Miami's bullpen is, like many of these teams near the bottom of the rankings, not terribly impressive. There may be value to be had, but it's hardly a given that you need to get your hands on, say, closer Brandon Kinsler, a 35-year-old who has 49 career saves, 45 of them with the Twins in 2016 and 2017. It's always useful to get the number one guy for saves, even on a bad team, but Kinsler is hardly a sure thing in what is typically a precarious role anyway. Ryan Stanek was really good as an opener for the Rays last season, but was traded to the Marlins, where he struggled out of the bullpen. He has struck out 11 batters per 9 innings in his career, which might make him more typical closer candidate if Kinsler struggles. Yimi Garcia is another possible candidate. The former Dodger had a 3.61 ERA in 62 and a third innings last season, but his whip was 0.87. Somewhere along the way, the Marlins may have some movement in the closer role, so their secondary alternatives might be a little bit better than in some other cases. The best value on the Marlin roster may be newcomer Jonathan Villar because he offers rare upside. Last season's home run surge makes him an impressive fantasy producer, especially when he's playing every day, as he should on a Miami team with precious little star power. Okay, never mind star power. Precious little that would qualify for, start, for a starting fantasy spot on your roster. So that makes Villar, Brian Anderson, and Corey Dickerson the best of a mostly bad bunch. That will do it for the 25th ranked team, the Miami Marlins. We'll be back in a couple of days, I think with a look at Universal DH, now that there's rumors of uh, baseball in 2020 having designated hitter uh, all the way through the American League and National League, and we'll have to take a look at how that affects National League teams. We'll squeeze that one in before continuing on with team number 24 in the countdown. So send me your questions. I'm at ByScottCullen on Twitter. Show is at LO underscore Fantasy MLB on Twitter. And if you want to fire off an email, direct it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your source for fantasy news and analysis.